This is Aaron Levine, LG Insurance, with another episode of the And Insurance Podcast. I don't know if we're going to get to the insurance piece of things today because I've got two phenomenal guests from a single great organization that do so many cool things that we're just going to see where this whole episode takes us. Carrie and Lauren from Brand Groupies, thanks so much for coming in the studio today to sit down and chat a little bit about what you do and uh, and and how things get tied together in the in the PR and branding world and honestly this is a great way for me to to get free advice um, <laughs> by doing a little promotion on the on the YouTube and the podcast and wherever else this thing gets posted it's it's great to have you both Carrie we've had many times on the microphone mm-hmm. together I did yeah. get the opportunity to sit on the red the red couch and yes. be on the brand groupies podcast although we recorded it on the purple couch at a shared universe <laughs> shout out to uh to ming chen that was a lot of fun that was covid we had masks yes. i did have tequila we did have tequila I, I did not bring a proper beverage today i'm oh, sorry i owe you yeah. okay. lauren time. good to see you <laughs> good to give see us you, who, you know lauren give us some background on on the brand groupies and and what what do you guys do Sure. So <laughs> we uh, we work with B two B brands in across architecture, design, professional services, and we work on their social media, their PR, and their personal branding. We Carrie always you know says as, as the founder of Brand Groupies, we always take our um, our clients and make them the rock stars of their <laughs> industry. <laughs> yes, whether it's a traditional you know industry or or not, we. Um, we say, you know, be the Mick Jagger of your industry, which is, Stand which, out. is which is great. So you have one client that that stands out because we were talking about him not not too long ago. Um, sure. He's an architect, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And they have a yes. couple of different offices in New York and New Jersey. Tell me about what you've done for that and the podcast that you created for them. Sure. Well, Mancini Duffy um, has been around for over a hundred years, and when we came on board. Um, nearly six years ago, we started, um, you know, rebranding with the website, took over the social media, then um, started public relations. And, um, you know, now we also do personal branding for their C-suite leaders, including the president and um, co-owner Christian Giordano, and most recently launched the Anti-Architect podcast, (laughs) where he talks to, you know, industry leaders about what, you know, what's going on in the in the industry and how they're disrupting, you know, an industry that is ripe for for change and technology and, you know, continued innovation. So, you know, I hate I hate this disruption word because I, I hear it every day in insurance, right? Yes. Oh, the next disruptor, the next disruptor. And it's it, to me, a lot of it is 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 bullshit. No offense, you know, but the anti-architect podcast makes me want to listen yes. to yes, it, right? Exactly. I don't want to listen to architects today, <laughs> yeah. right? Like that's not happening, but the yes. anti-architect, like how do we try to mix it up and do things a little bit different sure. is, is, is awesome. And that's where, where the brand groupies comes in. Yes, that's exactly right. Looking yes. at things through a different lens, especially traditional industries that are probably not accustomed to our services. If you kind of partner with us, we see that it really helps these brands stand out within the industry because so many of their competition is are not making the investment. They're not really paying attention to their social channels. They're not using the visibility factor from a PR lens to grow their reach and expose their company and their C-suite leaders to new audiences to help fuel their growth. Which is what you yeah. really do well, right? You take the business, mm-hmm. but then you also profile the business leaders, which mm-hmm. is something that 
you know, I'm a huge fan of, yeah. right, personal branding. Yes, and you're um, so good at it, Aaron. <laughs> you are. <laughs> and then we have Abby behind the scenes Hi, today. Yes, she's going to come in and she's going to work on some of that stuff for us as well, right? Also help me to increase my my personal brand and my mm-hmm. profile mm-hmm. across the social channels. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's such an important factor for a business owner to yeah. not just promote the business, but to promote themselves. Sure. And having the right team behind you to do that is is super important. Um, so tell me, where did brand groupies start? And then obviously I want to know where you're going next. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, well, you hit it on the head with, you know, getting the, um, the people behind the brands out there, you know, and our clients will hear it. They're on the golf co- course. They're, you know, in meetings and people will say, you know, I listened to the podcast or I saw you in that article. And it's sometimes it's hard to measure the, the ROI, but they know it. They're right. feeling the results. They're growing. They're getting more, you know, RPs in. So it's, um, you know, so that's been incredible. But it's interesting, you know, the journey that um, brand groupies has uh, has taken, I think, when um, we launched in 2015, we were doing everything, you mm-hmm. know, um, events, uh, social, podcasts, um, you know, every, websites, everything that um, anyone needed. And then we realized, you know, what really, um, what really moves the needle. And we realized that as much as we loved being a groupie, like going in and consulting, like in and out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> giving it all. Um, but uh, realized that to grow the company and scale, we really needed to work on retainer, you know, contracts and, you know, have that Obviously. cash flow <laughs> coming in so that we could build, in, you know, our A-list team. And that's mm-hmm. been our focus to really have the best of the best. Everyone we work with has been in the industry for, you know, I'd say over 20 years. They all, you know, most of them have worked in the city with major global brands. And we have high standards um, for the work that we do. So we've we've really morphed in and we've realized to social media, public relations and personal branding because we have seen that move the needle and we've seen our clients businesses grow by really investing in social media and PR because one fuels the other and it's you know gone are the days where you're just investing in you know one or the other and you know now it has to fuse together you're, we're constantly in sync and moving fast you, you know how fast social moves these <laughs> days we're like okay now we're gonna do a reel and we have to have the same messaging that we put out in the you know the press release and we're just like That's boom so bang work. boom it's <laughs> so, so much work. it is doubled the amount of time and investment right. yeah in on all of it the, the amount of investment of business has to make in that segment is ridiculous yes. you know not to mention all the other issues that businesses are having today you know with keeping employees Mm-hmm. you know, getting new customers, all the additional noise that we're competing against and with on a consistent and regular basis, you know, the PR and social combination, I think is, is a huge one, two punch for, for any smart mm-hmm. business professional, so to speak, you know, the PR thing, I think we've, I've done some of it, definitely need to do more of it. We've had conversations around it. One of these days we'll get into <laughs> it. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, the social yeah. we do pretty well at, but we're going to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to up our game yeah. on that. And, you know, I always wanted a sales team, but honestly, my sales team is becoming unfortunately more digital Yeah. Um, as we try to reach new people sure. uh, and continue on this podcast journey while, you know, interviewing great guests, mm-hmm. learning new things making super connections where we can have meetings on the beach 
after we're done podcasting, it yeah. doesn't get much better than that. No, you know, that no we're, it doesn't. We're, we're enjoying the, the way the summer is today. Yes. Um, so what's next on the horizon for, for the brand groupies? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, as far as PR, PR has evolved so much, and Laura can talk about, you know, getting our clients on podcasts, which has right. been huge. It has been. It's actually, you know, when I started out in PR about 20 years ago, it was all about print media. And of course, it still plays a role in our strategy. However, that market has been shrinking and and kind of what's slowly overtaken that, you know, after the digital craze has been podcasts. So a huge part of what we do, I think when we look to kind of qualify businesses as a good partner for us, we always look to see if they have a dynamic face or faces behind the brand to tell the story. We came from a fashion background, and I think telling that narrative by bringing the faces behind the brand to the forefront was the way that we were taught how to how to make the consumer and other business partners connect with the brand, what sets you apart. And what we find is a lot of our clients are very, you know, they're very dynamic. They are visionaries, and they are leaders within their industries. And while sometimes an article or answering interview questions over email can be a bit daunting, of course, we're there to help and support through that process, they can get on a podcast and speak all day long about the topics that fuel them and drive them from a day-to-day business perspective. So um, where the SOPR really plays into that is um, getting our clients to be more visible on podcasts. And then Carrie takes, you know, maybe one 30 to 45 minute podcast and she can walk away with three or four clips um, and timestamps of our leaders saying in their own words, um, what makes their business different. And so that fusion of the two really kind of goes hand in hand in, in terms of how we approach our clients and, and raising them to the next level. And we've seen so many opportunities come from podcasts. I've had so many people reach out to say, hey, you know, I didn't know about this person, but then I listened to this podcast and that led me to their business. And we'd love to enter them, interview them for X, Y, and Z. Or maybe we'd love to tap them to be on a panel this fall. Um, so the the circuit that goes around podcasts, most podcasters are business leaders. They're actually not podcasters by day and night. Um, this is kind of a side hustle for them. And so I don't the even real- know if it's a side hustle. I'm <laughs> spending money here. Yeah. Know, the side hustle should be making me money. But anyway. We really view it as a marketing leg. You know, yes. this is a new, yes. a new marketing, you know, something that's been added into that marketing spoke. And for us, yeah. we find that the relationships that come from that often translate into other opportunities that you may not even be able to imagine when initially I reached out to pitch um, the, the podcast host. Yes. So I love the so yeah. PR thing. Have you trademarked that? Like, you know, has that been done? Can you have We've it done with, within it. the next two weeks before yes. this goes live? Yeah, I know, because, I know. You know, that's going everywhere. The yes. so PR. So I PR. Love it. That's, that's awesome. Yes. And the podcasts are great, you know, being it. a guest, but, you know, as a business owner that doesn't have the brand groupies behind them, right? Give mm-hmm. advice yes. to the business owner that doesn't have a ton of time. They don't have to start yeah. a podcast. Don't start your own podcast. <laughs> like, seriously, it's, there are so many out yes. there. Find a few and just take that content and then reshare it as your own because every podcaster wants you to reshare it, right? Yes. That's yes. one of the biggest things. Sure, definitely. You know, that's where we get our biggest boost is when other people share our content, yeah. um, yes. you know, with them as guests on on this podcast or, or any other, 
I feel like this is my third iteration of, of podcast. Yes. Andrew and I were doing well. Totally Local. Yes. Yes. Carrie was I a guest on, on Totally Local. We did it yes. at the 10th Avenue Burrito yeah, with Brian fun. Katz. That was great. Yes. I think that was a two-hour episode of Drinking Tequila. <laughs> and they oh were all gosh. talking music, and I was kind of fading out yeah. because, you know, following the dead is not my thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was such a great conversation with some cool people. So I look fun. back at some of those original you know those podcasts that we started doing and there's some great content out yes. there just gotta grab re-grab it and reshare it because yes. you yes. can always re-grab and reshare because um, nobody remembers the post you made last month yeah. let alone two years ago exactly right. we can always get that content andrew yeah. if you're yes. watching can you uh <laughs> loop that one back please i'd appreciate it Purpose. <laughs> you know what we also see it as a small investment so you might invest yes. 33 or 37 minutes of your time to be on a podcast but then that one conversation can be viewed and listened to by you know thousands of people once you share it through soundcloud on yes. apple Podcasts, right. spotify google Podcasts, and then you co promote it with the guests and their network and then you share it on social all of those platforms yes. so it's a very small investment time-wise for a very very big return yeah linkedin and youtube are where we look mostly i don't even yeah. check yeah. the actual podcast downloads like i don't i don't look sure. i've never looked yes. i don't really care to look no because you know smallest viable audience Yes. is fine, yeah. but I also don't want to look at those little numbers I because know. they're definitely small. Who but wants to get... listen to me talk like serious in their car? I mean, <laughs> you come get on. views on, you know, on, <laughs> you LinkedIn, on LinkedIn and, on Instagram. And even reels. as a smaller podcast, like a mid-sized podcast, if you have, what is it? A few hundred listens, you're in the, like the top 50%, 50 on Apple podcasts. Like you really crazy. are. It's wild. Yeah. So and there's really only one, the 1% are the, the people that have five to 10,000 plus listeners per episode. That's one to 5% of all right. podcasts yes. so yes you're you're most likely not getting right, out so of the what park podcasts are you two listening to when you're not busy producing and you know renegotiating people's podcast <laughs> contracts a oh, massive so part of my funny. job <laughs> is listening to podcasts oh, literally yes. i'm constantly vetting podcasts for my clients awesome. and yes. listening to the host is the tone correct what do we have in common huge part of what what my team and I do is is listen and discover new yes. podcasts. Yes, <laughs> um, it's interesting because it's different from traditional media where you go back to the same, you know, you're the same reporter over right. and over yes. again. Podcasts, you're going out with new opportunities, and then of course there's an opportunity as you work with different, you know, different um, leaders within the same space to sure. go back yes. and say, "Hey, I just started working with so and so." Big part totally. of what I do is, is so one of my one of my favorites and, and kind of the reason why that I like this podcast format and it's mm -hmm. super short. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's short on pur purpose is Seth Godin's Akimbo podcast is one of my favorites. Yeah. I think he puts it out weekly. Yeah. It's a solo rant, never an interview, but and it's, it's legitimately 14 minutes long at the most. Yes. yes. That's awesome. Right. That's awesome. So it's time. consumable content like. There was one podcast that I saw a great title on. I forget who was the host. Yeah, yes. And it was 27 minutes of them talking about the football game last night and fluff. And I'm like, you just you wasted 27 minutes of my time. Yes. I'm yes. not interested in that. I yes. clicked on this because I saw a cool title. Yes. Mm -hmm. You reeled me in. Yes. Now give me what I'm looking for instead of just talking. But if that's what you want to do, that's what you're going to do. But I'm never going to listen to that podcast well, again. Yeah. Right. Right. I want to get it out there and put consumable content out there in a in a time that people will actually consume it. And yes. I'm not in the car that often, no. so I don't like hour-long podcasts. Right. Yes. It's, yep. too exactly. it's too I much. I think everything can get done in a short period of time. Although yeah, right. James Altucher is another one that I like. He does about an hour 
whenever he's doing, but his interviews are amazing. He's one of the right. best interviewers mm-hmm. I've ever listened I'll to. I'll have to check oh. that one out. He yeah. asks the best questions out there. Like, he's a phenomenal interviewer. He's a little wild. He's a little crazy. Yes. Um, but just his interview skills are second to none. So James Altucher mm. show, listen we'll to that. that. That's out. a good one. I mean, he's probably had, yep. he's probably in the top 1%. Yes. You know, he's got millions of downloads on, yeah. on his stuff. So, Carrie, That's what awesome. podcast do you listen to? So, um, my favorite uh, guy is Mark Schaefer. Is it Make Your Mark? I forget the name of the yeah, podcast. Make I belong mark. to all of his newsletters, and this okay. and he always has incredible um, tips. Like, he'll, uh, one of the recent podcasts he had, like, they, he had a guest on, and they would rank all marketing initiatives, like oh. podcasts newsletter like what are the cutting edge nice. trends and what should people be focusing on right. you know and personal branding is like his number one thing okay. it's like you know you really need to be focusing your energy on that and you know talking about all because there's so many different um initiatives and marketing initiatives even us have to we have to explain to people the difference between pr and you know digital marketing and <laughs> you know experiential marketing and yes. all, i right. mean and social, and then social ads, and SEO. It's confusing, It right? is so overwhelming. Is. And where do you spend your money, sure, you know? Yeah. And really, um, you know, have the um, biggest bang best bang for your buck. buck. So I find incredible value um, in Mark Schaefer. Okay. He, he wrote the book Known, okay. saying that you just have to be known, even if it's in, like you said, the smallest viable market. Right. Um, who's, was it Seth Godin who said the smallest viable no, market? No, that's Gary oh. Vaynerchuk. Oh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay, because okay. okay. yeah. okay. that's v. like... We love Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's really being known. And, I, you know, we always say to people, like, don't try to go national. Like, does every single person in your town know about your business? Right. Your kid's school, your gym. Like, you know, like, become known and become famous in a small <laughs> area. And then... Makes sense. You know, then grow and evolve from there. But when a business thinks, right, so we, we, we took on this podcast track, which is which is great. Um, but going back to the PR piece of it, right? Mm-hmm. So now podcast yeah. is a piece of the PR. Yes. Yes. Right? Absolutely. But a business owner is going to be like, well, it's a podcast. It's not PR. It's not the news article write-up in sure. the industry magazine or, you know, forget about the Wall Street Journal or, or any traditional media. Mm-hmm. How do you bridge into tra- traditional media or do you talk people out of worrying about traditional media because of that smallest viable audience piece of the puzzle i think it's a fusion of both i think we take a we we do all different components and throughout the pr strategy as we have news we go out to the industry we've also had many of our clients then become kind of the go-to resource for certain publications or we've also had them start writing articles themselves for on a monthly or a quarterly basis for trade articles because that or you know trade publications because that then helps to get them out there. So I don't think it's a one or the other approach. Right. I think podcasts can be kind of an evergreen approach mm-hmm. all year long. It could be industry specific, but then there's also so many that target what does your company culture look like? How did you become an entrepreneur? What are your leadership tips? Mm-hmm. So we always like to do press both inside and outside of the industry for our clients mm-hmm. because we feel like that approach exposes the business and the company to such a broader audience. Yeah, like Lauren got one of our CFOs in Forbes um, last week and that evolved from 
right, connections and a podcast and the whole, you know, it's a momentum game. Okay. You know, exactly. and, and yes. that was a huge And people doing interviews win. want to interview people that want to be interviewed. Exactly. And, yes. and probably three years ago, I don't know that that would have been a possibility, but right. because over the last several years, we've been able to increase her visibility and her reach. She became an attractive um a uh, person to be interviewed for this Forbes' CFO Insights, this ongoing series by so someone cool. else who is a business writer. He's writing a column for them on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. So now, you know, the, the orbit of him, they're having side conversations and what else can they do together from a CFO lens? So I, the, the, the tentacles of podcasts can be <laughs> just, very yes. far-reaching, much more anywhere, than right? like what the obvious might seem. Right. Yeah, and consistency. Yeah, right. it's just having consistency you know I think a lot of people think oh I can do you know this in-house mm. oh I'm just gonna assign you know this one to do a post or this one to reach out and there's just it falls flat because everyone's so busy you have to sure. it's really a full-time job it's all about well, and there's and there's a reason why we use a professional studio right yes. we, we come yes. into a studio that's yeah. set up yeah. all I have to do is show up and talk exactly yes. no yes. offense to YouTube but yeah. I didn't really prepare too much yeah <laughs> And I don't think you did either because no. we knew how the conversation mm -hmm. was just yes. going to kind of kind of roll with or, it, yeah. you know. But some business owners struggle with being able to write and mm -hmm. create content. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed that, you know, in my industry where I was running a committee mm -hmm. and I charged everybody on my committee to write blog posts. Yeah. But it was impossible to get some people yes. to actually put pen to paper yes. or fingers to keyboard or whatever <laughs> you call it nowadays. And I'm like, listen. Three paragraphs. Yeah. That's all I need. Yes. Put your thoughts down. Mm -hmm. yes. I will have an editor edit it yeah. and sharpen it and tighten it yes. and make it a little bit more keyword rich. Sure. But put your thoughts down on because your unique thoughts are what's most important. So do you help yeah. people with editing services too, I'm sure? Yes. Oh, yes, <laughs> we do. So I can't I imagine you getting these, these like CFOs shushing. to actually uh, you know, write a, a proper proper article. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. My last name is Janess. When you say Lauren, Lauren Janess, I zhuzh. I zhuzh it all up. And I'm a very fast typer. Yes. It's one of my superpowers. So I actually do most interviews on the awesome. phone. Okay. And they speak cool. and I furiously type and then I go back and I zhuzh it up and that's kind of the 360 behind the scenes. Yes. So cool. Abby, yeah. How it all notes. happens. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Abby's got, a, Abby's got a lot of work cut out for her, but yes. we're going to get, we're going to get her to sit down with the two of you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, for sure. Help. And I know you mentioned getting, you know, the, the team involved. We found that um, a simple way to get the team involved mm. is like a LinkedIn ambassador program. So, oh. you know, we'll go in and literally, you know, on LinkedIn, if you do a post, you know, you can say notify all employees right. so that it comes up in their feed. Um, and we do... Um, a lot of, you know, internal uh, ambassador programs where we train them. And, you know, it's so simple. If, you're, if your team shares, likes, comments, the social posts, because then it just helps with the algorithms. And they just have to, like, hit one. <laughs> and you've already you written it. You've already done the assets. I'm not even going to comment on that. <laughs> okay. My team's not going to watch this far anyway down the video, but the yes. chances of them actually yes. doing that are fine. And you know what? I don't want them on LinkedIn anyway because yeah. it's just recruiters and spam. Uh, well, so, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll have that LinkedIn conversation yes, another yes, day. Another time. <laughs> another time. You know, we'll put that one off the record. What's the easiest way to get, you know, exposure? Yeah. exposure. You know, I'm lucky enough I have a significant following on, uh, on LinkedIn <laughs> that I don't have to worry about those two and three internal likes to, to help get yeah, something yeah, a little yeah. bit more more traction. So what else do you have for me? What else do you want to share before we yeah, shut it down? Yeah, let's see. So 
What is I guess our I, I think our biggest takeaway is that yeah. it's a momentum game, right? Yes. You know, that's why we work on that. Consistency you know. is key. Yes. Consistency. And Be for the consistent. Long term. And, you know, what we do is, you know, we kind of, um, where we've gotten with, with our clients, you know, it didn't happen overnight. And it's, you know, it's starting with one face of the brand. So, Aaron, you're doing an incredible job. Just shout out to you and you your are. team because you're. Um, really, and I, we talked about this on the Brand Groupies podcast. Right. Um, you're so good, and you're so good at like taking quick videos in the car, and it's just quick and um, sharing, you know, value. I think is is good. But we also, you know, talk about um, starting with one face of the brand. Like now, you know, for one of our clients, I think we're promoting like five to six, six wow. yeah. people from the leadership team, but different levels, like the primary. That's awesome. Team, and then a secondary. Team. Then we have the secondary team, but they all have different angles, so we're hitting all. Right different types of and they have press. different networks and they have they different do. networks and they have right. different topics and you know from technology to talent acquisition and things like that mm -hmm. so um i think it's just starting with the face of the brand and getting that you know person out live even if it's just a quick um you know um ig live yeah. like once a week you know just you just have to be consistent and yes. continuously um you know evolve and that's our Heaven. momentum <laughs> yeah Perfect. I love it. So listen, if you have any clients that should be sitting where you're sitting, yes. talking to me, we can put them in the hot seat. Thank so you. Carrie yes. Lauren, yeah. I thank you so much for uh, joining me oh, today. So much so fun. Great to see you. You. So and uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll be doing this again soon. Yes. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you.